This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week and last week on the podcast, I'm talking about self-care, all the different forms it can take and how to use it as a tool for your betterment and not just another thing you use to feel bad about yourself, like one more thing on your to-do list that you have to be accountable for. Today's big idea is that most people think self-care means getting a massage or a pedicure or taking a yoga class. But little things like doodling, cooking, and even stamp collecting can help you keep yourself in a good spot. Yep, hobbies are way more than just ways to pass the time and can totally count as self-care. Pursuing a hobby brings you into this present moment, and the present is always where healing and restoration happens. Hobbies can also get your brain waves settled into better patterns and help you think differently and entertain new perspectives. So maybe if the thought of meditating or exercising or eating healthy aren't appealing to you for whatever reason, you can get into self-care through a different door. And that is by allowing yourself to spend time doing one or some of your hobbies. Two hobbies I've been spending time doing these last couple of weeks are playing Boggle with friends after Terry Trespicio told me about Boggle when I interviewed her for this podcast in episode 364 and Jigsaw Puzzles. And you know what? Boggle is helping me see patterns. When a seven-letter word clicks into view, it's like my brain gets this amazing stretch. I also get to engage with friends in a different way. Boggle has brought mine and Terry's relationship to a new place because I started using the power-ups, assuming that she was too. And then she found out I was using them and was like, wait, that's cheating. So we've been having this big discussion about the ethics of using power-ups and negotiating which ones we would use and which ones we wouldn't, and also having this low-stakes conversation about trust. And puzzles are something I can do alone, which I love, but also something I can do with the kids, which I also love. When we work on a puzzle together, we get to inhabit those quiet brain waves together. It's relaxing, and it's rewarding. Puzzles are a very visual and tangible reminder that little bits of work here and there add up to something impressive. Doing a puzzle also helps you see that it is possible to turn the chaos of 1,000 separate pieces into a cohesive whole, something we can all use right about now. Science backs me up on this. A study by researchers at Drexel University looked at the EEGs of 30 students while they worked on puzzles and found that finding a piece lights up reward systems in the brain. Working on a puzzle has also been shown to lower blood pressure boost memory, and boost problem-solving skills. But maybe you hate puzzles. That's fine. 
I know there's a hobby out there for you, or maybe one you used to do that you haven't done in forever that's just waiting to help you relax and have flashes of insight. I asked listeners to share some of the hobbies they do that help them feel like better people, and I got such a fun array of responses. I'm going to share one with you right after this quick break. Speaking of self-care, something that's been saving my bacon during this pandemic winter is meditating with Headspace. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com kate. That's headspace.com kate for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com kate today. One podcast listener named Kevin shares about how stamp collecting makes him a better person. I started collecting stamps when I was a little boy. They'd just show up on envelopes that came to your house or to your grandmother's house or to your neighbor's house, and you could ask your grandmother or your neighbor to save them for you. It didn't cost anything, and baseball cards cost money. Collecting coins... Well, that costs money, too. Collecting stamps can be a solitary, almost meditative activity that you can do on your own, in the quiet of your own personal space. But it can also be a way to engage with people all around the world, if you want to. Can collecting stamps help you to become a better person? No. Well, well, let me think. Here's a stamp from the 1970s celebrating workers' unions. Here's another one celebrating environmental protections. Here's another one celebrating family planning. We don't have those kinds of stamps in the 2020s, but every one of them, the good ones and the bad ones and the boring ones and the brilliant ones, all exist for a purpose, and they all ask questions. And if you're willing to seek the answers to those questions, then I think you are probably on the road to being a better person. Your tiny assignment is to spend a little time doing something you consider to be a hobby. Pretty much anything that requires a modicum of skill goes here. Knitting, drawing, coloring, playing with plants. And set aside any feelings of guilt about spending your time on something non-work related by reframing it as self-care. I'm willing to bet you have some kind of thought or insight while you do it that will help you see something in your life with new, more expansive eyes. And come back tomorrow when I'm making a controversial argument that doing household chores is a form of self-care too. And next week, I'm covering things people have given up on in the name of being a better person. And I'm working on a series of episodes about things people have given up on in the name of being a better person. If you've got a story about this that you're open to sharing, record a voice memo on your phone and email it to me at kate at katehanley.com. And your voice telling your own story could be included on a future episode. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. 
Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 